Hi, I'm Charles Haig, and welcome to Nerd with a Phone. Hello, and welcome to a special episode of Nerd with a Phone. Tonight we are going to talk with my father. <laughs> Should be fun. And uh, just practice up my uh, interviewing skills before we try something more substantial. Alright. Let's dive in. Alright, how you on? Yeah, we're, we're on, Dad. Uh... Just uh, introduce yourself. Well, <coughs> I'm Don Larhaig, Charles Abbott's dad, and uh, I was born 1940 down in Herman, uh, not Herman, but Watburn, Tennessee, on Flatport Road. Ah, uh, cool. So, That's Morgan County, right? Right. All right. That's Morgan County. And we're just about a quarter of a mile from the state prison. Okay. And we used to go over growing up to get our haircuts and stuff. You know, as a kid. You know. Dad right. gave us the money to kick with all of us to get a haircut. And he, he didn't have the change. He'd give us a dollar bill and he expect the, money, the change of it back because haircuts was only about 18 cents a piece back in at Derrick's prison. So you got your haircut at the prison, then? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> the, well, the stories you must have heard, huh? <laughs> and the, but there was guards around all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, we get a haircut short if we were... If Dad tells us, you get your hair 
they tried to move them no short ones. Said we only placed, you know, cut right so it'd be good in school and good for church. You know, and uh -huh. we go up there and, and uh, get it cut. And, they, and even the prisoners would bring us food in for the cook. Right now, we didn't have to pay for it. Cause was, well, I didn't have to pay for it. I think Grady or Raymond or W.C., one of those three. He's talking about my it. uncles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah your uncles. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> that's where we, we lived about a quarter of a mile from the prison. And uh, when the weather was bad to go to school, we had to walk it from there, which was two, about two and a half miles into Watford and go to school. And we had a, an old bus that we called it the Cracker Box bus because it made just like, looked like a Cracker Box, you know, or no uh, matchbox. And you open it up, you know, the, what went on it, that was the, where the, where the or, uh, as kids like sat in and they had the trunk, or not the trunk, but the engine out front with a long, narrow nose on it, which would be the head of, of, of it, you know. But anyway, that thing didn't have no heater in it. He used to use a lantern to help heat the up in the wintertime. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> it did. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Right. We, we used that to, if the bad was, weather was bad, we had to walk it to school and walk it back home. You know, and my older brother said he'd carry one of the things and carry myself on our shoulders back and forth to school. That's when we was in the first grade. Yeah. Okay. They keep us from having to walk, they carried us on, the, on their back. <laughs> all right, yeah. all right. So, um... What would you say have been the biggest influences in your life, then? Hmm. Well, I guess. What do you want to do today? Uh, just, just a text thing going off. I'll edit it out. <laughs> uh, what was more close to my life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the biggest influences that make you who you are, I guess. Well, I can't read that good, but the Bible, I've learned a lot of that about that. Truth, yeah. All right. You know, if, if you, you will go by that, I guarantee you, your life will be much better than it is. Ask God to help you find what you know what you need, and He will. I prayed, prayed at the, uh, well, I guess at that time, this time, about 16, we was living up, moved from Tennessee up to Evansville, Indiana, up here, out by St. Wendell, on Diamond Island Road. And I walked, been down at the pond, across the road from us, from Denison Fishing, and it just struck me, you know, in my mind that, when I was ever going to get married, and I asked God then if he, if I was uh, going to have a wife, that He'd give me one, and that if I ever 
wanted to spank my child, I wouldn't. I'd take his, you know, take stuff away from him, but I wouldn't spank him, not like I was spanked growing up. Yeah, there, there, there were, there definitely were rules for getting, for, for my spankings growing up. There was definitely, it wasn't a willy-nilly thing. I can vouch for that. Uh, <laughs> only one time I can remember. Down, uh, this was actually we moved to, back to Tennessee. And I bought you a, a Easter suit for, for uh, Easter. Had you all dressed, and I was getting ready to go, get dressed myself. It was raining, and I plainly told you to not go outside, but you went out anyway. anyway. And I, when I found you, you sat in the middle of the water hole behind the truck. In my defense, it wasn't for the, because I wanted to sit in the water hole. The cat got out. I went after it. I slipped in the mud, and I was sitting there like, well, I might as well just stay here. Well, I think we did. <laughs> If I remember right, we stayed. Didn't go to church that day. Yeah. But I, I thought of what Dad did to me the minute I smacked you on the butt. Yeah. Remember, I, I guess you can remember me spanking you. Yeah. But I told, I told you then. I'm sorry yeah. that I did it. I never told you then that I'd never spank you again. It takes your stuff away from you if you've done something wrong. Oh well, yeah, and I think I I did that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Okay. Go, you had something you were going to say. Well, of course, uh, do something I would really like to do. I mean, the best job I ever had in my life was when I worked for a J.I. Case company. Yeah, it's hard work, but I enjoyed it. Right, right. You know, kind of made me think a dad was when he worked in a coal mine. All right, but for yeah. people that don't know what J.I. Case is, tell well, them what a, it is. It, it was a factory that made tractors and uh, end loaders, like stuff like that with the engines in them, like a truck stuff. But the only thing i done, I worked in the uh, boiler room. That was eight big uh, furnaces that generate electricity, you know, and that, because it's all self, uh, no, well, it's shut down, isn't it? Right. <coughs> but anyway, that's what I did, it, the, uh, but what was it, yeah, yeah, ton of cars that uh, hooked to a cable, which, Two, no, no, there's four of them. I had to fill them up with ground up coal, coal. I made real fine coal. Uh huh. And uh, I had to load them up in this tunnel and then hook a big cable to them and, and uh, let the cable pull them up on top. Then I had to hand push them over and dump them out into the reservoir into the, each boiler. They zed up. That was an all-day job uh, filling them. You know, that black. You couldn't tell if that was black or white, green or purple. Or <laughs> 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 today. You know, all right. You had to take a bath before you leave because I didn't want to get and run away from mother. <laughs> oh man! All right. All right. That, that part is a joke. 
Don't let the other know about that part. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. Okay, so we're running a little bit over, but that's fine. Uh, describe um, quickly, if you can, the uh, uh, something that you love, like to do, one of your hobbies. <laughs> well, I love rebuilding lights and uh, vacuum cleaners. Work, you know, they broke down. I like working on them and bikes. <laughs> I used to uh, rebuild bikes all the time. When we lived here in Evansville, you know, at one time. Uh-huh. But uh, I had a little uh, workshop in my Uncle Gus's place. I forget where it was. Uh, well, the street's not there no more before New 41's running through now. Mm-hmm. It, it was back over that way, that, that way, maybe east of the. Old 41, which is what's that, uh, Kentucky. It's Kentucky now. Okay. Street. Yeah. Uh, and about where uh, the four lane runs south <laughs> down here where um, Diamond Avenue cross, goes in under uh, 41. Right. About in that area was where Uncle Gus is place was that I um, I had a shop back there that he let me use to rebuild them bicycles and sold them when I could. And, and for those yeah. people listening that have lived in Evansville a long time, we're talking about Higgs Automotive. Well, I don't call it Higgs Motive. It was called Higgs Automotive. That's what yeah. it was called. Well, <laughs> well, I worked with him building on cars and stuff when he wrecked yeah. ones. You know, straighten the fenders and stuff like that with him, send them down. I believe the locals used to yeah. just call it Gus's because that was great well, Uncle Gus's name. Yeah, it, we had. He also when he moved when they bought his property here in town, mm-hmm. he bought a property out by St. Wendell off the of Diamond Island Road, about there. The one I think it run the, the road that run in front of him. I think that run over into, uh, no, it, it cut, cut, cut back into <whistles> chimney crickets. Don't pay to be old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Wait still. All right. Wait still. Wait still. The computer does not make. Yeah. <laughs> Danger, Will Robinson. You're going too far. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, he had a workshop there too, you know, to build cars and stuff. Then he moved from there into town, which now is, well, it's part of old, it'd be North Horseman. Are you sure? Yes. That Horseman is? Yes. No, it's not Horseman. That's, that's Rockford, not here. No, this is, we got one uncle that's lived on Horseman. I know where, where De- Debbie lives at now in behind. In front that's of not Horseman. That's North Kentucky. Oh, that's right. I guess you are right. See, younger brains are a little up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, we're moving but around. But anyway, he had, he had his workshop there. <laughs> it's a bit like time travel, right? <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, <laughs> but uh. yeah, that's where we 
worked on cars, he'd take, you know, when he had time to feel like he'd do it, you know. I had it out where I learned, I had to work on cars. All right. Yeah, that part I did love. All right. All right. Thank you, Dad. We're going to stop this for now. <laughs> Even with a shake here. All right. And uh, I will continue to talk here after we're done. But uh, thank you for letting me do this. Well, you something you can listen to. Uh, yeah, exactly. All right. I can tell you a lot of things, especially for hunting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we might do a hunting stories episode then. That could work. Um, anyway, I'm Charles Hag, a nerd with a phone. That's the nerd's father over there beside me. See you when you see. And, you know, that's my dad. <laughs> this is about as focused as I was expecting. Uh, he's 78 years old, so gotta give the man a little bit of a break, and I am new to this hosting thing, so, if anything, we learned that I'm not quite ready for prime time. Okay, but we knew that already, right? Once again, I want to thank my dad for allowing me to do that. Uh, he does not like to be recorded at all, so... kind of one of those kind of things and uh <laughs> he felt it was important to say it but I had already stopped recording so I'll say it for him he wanted everyone to know that he really just despises the current state of affairs in America and that he's not racist uh Okay, it's been said now. Alright, hope you guys enjoyed that episode, and see you when you see it.